Hello and welcome to episode 29 of Intruder Theatre in the Making podcast. I'm your host, Remy Rahuband. Thank you so much for tuning in. Now, I've not recorded an episode for, I think, nearly eight eight months. Um, The last one I recorded was in October, released in November. And really, I've not been releasing anything because I felt back in October, November that that was really everything that I needed to record for the time being. I actually came back to that episode, to episode 28 today in the morning, just to remind myself of actually what I spoke about because I didn't really remember. I was saying that the next episode would be around rehearsal time for Intruder um, in the summer. Um, But I felt that recently there have been a couple of um, updates and developments that I would like to share with the listeners of the podcast. Now, before we um, move on and before I talk about it, just a couple of things for some of you. Um, In the past, you might remember I recorded four bonus episodes. Two of them were where on crowdfunding and how you do it um, and it was based on the crowdfunder for Intruder Intrus where I raised more than £8,000 um, and also there were two episodes on my Arts Council England application and I talk about what I wrote um, etc. Now the Arts Council England um, application now has a different format um, so it's slightly different um, from what I am explaining in the episodes uh, but you can listen um, I think certain questions are still the same. So these two, well, these four bonus episodes, they were available on Apple Podcasts only. And now they are available mm, to everyone. So if you are interested, you can check them out. So moving on to Intruder Intro. So as I was saying, um, October, November, we were not really sure what was going to happen with Intruder. To be quite honest, we knew that potentially we would be interested in touring um, the play in the summer because it's, uh, we always felt that it's be- well better to do in the summer when it's warm rather than cold um, and snowing somewhere. So not in the winter, but uh, October, November, everything was still very unclear. And um, January came and then we started thinking, okay, what could we do about Intruder Intrus? And the initial idea was for us to actually um, rehearse it in June, tour it in July um, in England and then presented at the Fringe in Edinburgh. That's what it was. So I started contacting the venues that I was in touch in 2020 um, when we were to do the tour and it turned out that some of the venues don't exist anymore because they never got any government funding during the pandemic. Um, Some of the venues are being refurbished. Some of the venues have different artistic directors that are not 
not particularly maybe interested or they've got a different um, ideas for the program, for the venue. And certain venues were still planning or thinking, okay, what's going to happen? So I was just touching base with the venues in um, in January just to see what's going to happen. So that was one thing. And the other thing was that I was just exploring uh, presenting in Trudarian Druze uh, in Edinburgh at the Fringe. Now, I've always uh, wanted to present Intraday Truth at the Fringe um, because I always think that the piece belongs to Scotland. Um, it uh, it should be presented there. Um, I wanted always to premiere it in Scotland, but because I now live in England, um, and uh, well, we got money here, funding here, so I knew that you know having a premiere in Scotland is virtually impossible. But it was somewhere on the agenda that potentially after the tour of England we can go and um, present it in Scotland um, as well, especially as I had um, the money from the crowdfunder. So that's what it was. Now, um, before we move on further, I can maybe talk a little bit about the fringe because I know there are people who are not really uh, like they don't know much about um, theatre who listen to the podcast so I can just maybe um, um, break it down and describe a little bit and talk a little bit about the the festival. So Edinburgh Fringe, um, well the world's biggest arts festival takes place in Edinburgh um, from the beginning of August till the end of August around like three weeks maybe three and a half and there is various shows that are going on at the festival. I think it's like 24-7, to be quite honest. There are morning shows for children, for kids, um, lunchtime plays, early afternoon, uh, like stand-up comedy, even till midnight. I remember back in 2006 uh, when I was doing a fringe show um, um, with uh, with the company uh, from America. Um, I remember we went to see a play, a musical. I think it was at midnight. I actually fell asleep. I, I quite enjoyed it, but it was just so tired. So it was just all the time um, things are going on and you have all sorts of things. Plays, I think circus performers, um, physical theatre, Everything. I think everyone will find something for themselves. It's it's crazy. It's busy. It's very exciting, vibrant. Now, everyone can say like if they are producing a show or their own show, everyone can say, "Oh, I'm going to the fringe," because everyone can like you know if they've got a project they or a play, they can say, "Oh, I'm actually performing at the fringe," which is amazing. Uh, for example, they could rent um, some space somewhere and present it for two days, and that's it. And they can advertise that, oh, you know, we're at the fringe. Um, Officially, what they say, this is what I know, I may be wrong. This kind of official stamp of approval is when your show is listed in the Edinburgh Fringe program, which is like a Bible, like, you know, this book nearly, where all the shows are listed. So very often people say, oh, you know, if you're in the program, that's like proper official, you know, that you're doing it at the 
at the French. That's what they say.、Um, so different people, you know, saying that you at the French can mean various things to people. But I think just the love of performing and bringing people together, especially now, is the most exciting thing. Now at Edinburgh Fringe, there was a couple of venues.、Um, oh, one more thing.、Uh, during the Fringe, well, around the same time, there was I remember a couple of festivals going on.、Um, there is also Edinburgh International Theatre Festival, so various international companies. Bring their work to the International Theatre Festival. I remember that there used to be Edinburgh Film Festival taking place. I think it's happening at a different time. But when I was at the Fringe Twenty Two Thousand and Five and Six, all of these festivals were happening at the same time, which is really. So many people in Edinburgh. When you are in Edinburgh, like what what happens is that、um, very often, if not always,、um, there are certain venues that present plays or performances. So, for example, there would be well, like a venue is a place, like a building with various spaces, and theatre companies can rent it out and present their play or.、Um, At a particular time, so I think you、uh, fill in an application form to be considered by the programming team, and then they select your play, and then it's part of that venue's program. So, for example, assembly rooms, pleasance, gilded balloon, and two、um, also well-known places are the Travers Theatre, and that's iconic venue which、um, presents new writing. So new plays, and also summer hall and summer hall.、Um, I think they present new writing, but also very exciting theatre makers, like different、uh, things that normally I. You wouldn't be able to see.、Um, this is what I can just recall when I was、um, living in Scotland and、uh, when I went to、um, to see a couple of things at Summerhall. So that's at least how I how I see it.、Um, uh, but also an extremely renowned place,、um, and for me, some of the best plays and projects I saw at Summerhall. Why am I mentioning these two venues, the Travers Theatre and Summerhall? Because it's going to be、um, important for what I'm going now to talk about. So, thinking of the Fringe, I was okay considering okay who could I be in touch, who could I contact, and the first、um, port of call was the Travers、uh, Theatre team. Programming team. Why? Because I have been emailing them regularly、um, for about、um, well, regularly every year.、Uh, so last year and two years ago, and I always asked whether they would be interested in putting on intruder intros. And、uh, so they always came back to me and always said, "Well, I we don't particularly think that intruder intrus would be、um, a good fit for us." And so I actually emailed them in January and I asked again、uh, whether we could have a conversation about presenting intruder at、uh, at the Travers, and that was on the seventeenth of January. I got an email from one of their. Team members、um, who said、uh, thank you for getting in touch.、Uh, intro to intros、uh, sounds like an interesting piece. 
uh, it doesn't seem like it will be the right fit for our film festival program um, as we focus on premieres of new work which wouldn't work with your touring plans because as I was just saying we wanted to rehearse it in June tour it in in July and um, tour it in July and present it at the Fringe so it wouldn't be the premiere uh, and so, so I was thinking okay fair enough they did say okay they would feed it back to the programming team but uh, if they were interested they will get in touch but if not you know that will be it so um, they should be back if interested over the next coming weeks but nobody was in touch uh, to be quite honest and uh, interesting thing is that when they released their program I actually saw it a couple of days ago because I was uh, quite busy it it looks like they're not only they've not only programmed um, premieres there are also plays that have been performed before so with that in mind I knew okay Travers uh, the Travers is not you know we're not going to do it at the Travers theatre so then what is the other venue and then I don't know whether I was um, reading something or I don't really know what happened but I saw the application submit well the submission for for Summerhall and um, and Interestingly enough, I was in touch with Summerhall, I think 2017-2018. I did submit my uh, application to be considered for French, I think 17 or 18, but we were not selected. Well, uh, of course, well, maybe it was, uh, well, they were right by not selecting us because I didn't have any funding at all at that time. I don't really know what I was thinking when I was um, filling in my application. So when I saw that application for Summer Hall 2022, I I was thinking, I don't really know, probably they're not really going to... <laughs> selectors or programmers because I had been to them before and they said no and so recently over the last couple of years I hadn't been in touch I hadn't been emailing them unlike the Travers uh, who I have been emailing every year kind of just to keep in touch but because I had been unsuccessful with Summerhall in the past, I thought, mm, you know, I don't know. They, they've always, you know, when I emailed them, they were always very nice, the Summerhall team. But, you know, it wasn't probably the, the, the best place and time to present it. So when I was um, filling in my application, it was quite straightforward because I already had an application from a couple of years before on Eventotron. I even had it, I think, on Gmail Drive. So it was just a matter of updating my application and, you know, writing extra things because over these years uh, extra things um, happened so I emailed Tom lovely Tom from Summerhall and um, and he emailed me back and that was on the 1st of February and he said that literally I'm reading it now the program is getting busy that and the added pressure of still rolling over shows confirmed for 2020, so I wouldn't leave it too long. So I thought, okay, fair enough, we need to submit it. And then I filled in my application, um, you know, giving all the details. And that was it. And then I'm just looking at the dates up here. And the, 
Then the next email I got from Samhol Program was on the 18th of February, so about two、uh, weeks、uh, after that email I got from Tom. And the email said,、uh, based on this application, I am writing to confirm that we would definitely be interested in presenting your work as part of our French program. While this is not yet an offer, we would certainly like to solidify conversations about getting your work booked in with us. And then when I got that email, I really, I could not believe it. I mean, really, me. I mean, <laughs>、um, I even now I'm speechless thinking about it when I got that email,、uh, because for me, as I was saying before, Summer Hall is this iconic venue that has the best. Projects and plays、uh, that I saw at the Fringe. I always remember, for example,、um, seeing Hotel Medea.、Mm, I think it was 2012. A Brazilian company. It was a site-specific project. It started at midnight and then finished at 5 a.m. in the morning. And、uh, we went around certain rooms to experience it. And I remember we started at the wedding. It was like a proper wedding. It was like a club disco, and then it moved, and then we were the funeral. It was something I I I I've not seen. It was just exquisite. It was just beyond belief. Hotel Medea. I went to see it with a very good friend of mine from my year at drama school, Amy Conway, and we had a ball. It was it was great. So some of the best places, sorry, some of the best plays and projects I saw at Summer Hall, and all of a sudden, I got that email. I really couldn't believe it. That was just beyond belief. Um, and the next、uh, thing that happened、um, was a Zoom call with with Summer Hall with Verity,、uh, who I think she doesn't work there anymore. She left the job and、um, is now she left for another job. And、uh, Tom is still there, lovely Tom. And、um, we were preparing for a Zoom just to have a chat about the project. Now it's very interesting because、uh, when I got that email about the Zoom, I was thinking, "Wow, here we go! Probably it's like one of these Zooms where you pitch your project.、Uh, I need to talk about it." So I was preparing, like, "Okay, what I'm going to talk about? I'm going to this, and I'm going to talk about that, and here and there, this whole presentation." And we went to the Zoom. It was me, Ed, my co-producer, and Verity. And、uh, Verity first、um, asked Remy,、uh, like, how long is your show? Is it, you said eighty minutes? Could it be shorter? And then we said, yeah, it could be maybe shorter, seventy minutes. So that was one thing. And then the next thing we talked about what time we could present it, whether it could be midday or maybe in the afternoon. And we were just exploring different things and. And then you know they were still、um, going to confirm the times, but that was a conversation that we had, and I was then still waiting for the, the that question like okay so okay here we go the question Remy can you tell us something about the project, but that question never came, and literally after about fifteen minutes, that was the end of the Zoom. And I was just thinking, oh my God, is it the end of the Zoom? Is it like what are we gonna? I mean, it's I. We just basically talked about two things, and that was really it.、Uh, but of course, you know, I then thought, well, it makes sense. You know, they have so many different Zooms, 
and so many conversations that they don't have time to be, you know, talking about a project which they have already read about because they know it. Uh, maybe it's just about certain things, bits and bobs, um, and just clarifying certain things. And uh, so that was the Zoom. And then I'm just kind of looking at them and uh, at these emails. And then it was around, uh, yes, um, the beginning of um, of March, um, where, yeah, uh, the, the, the beginning of March, uh, we got an email, I think it was 9th of March, saying, we are delighted to be taking the next step towards confirming your show as part of Summerhouse Edinburgh Festival French 2022 programme. And um, we had all the details, which I'm going to share with you in a couple of minutes. So um, exciting, very exciting news. At the end of the email, uh, there was info saying programme embargo. Uh, we uh, plan to announce the full Summer Hall Festival program and go on sale in May. Please do not publicize your performances on your website through your mailing lists until the full program is revealed. So from that time, and that is the 9th of March till around when the 5th of May, because that's when the program was launched, we were not allowed to actually discuss the project with anyone publicly. Of course, I told my friends and family, everyone knew because it was just so exciting. I mean, I still can't believe it. But for two months, we uh, that was it. You don't tell anyone about what's going to happen. And uh, when we got that email, quite a few things have happened uh, and I'm just going to talk about it in a moment. Um, one of the things was uh, that, um, you know what, it's interesting because when you are, um, I'm just thinking, you know, writer, performer, but when you also produce or co-produce your project, like it's in my case, you are part of these conversations. So it's not like when you're an actor and your agent tells you that a casting director, uh, you know, got information from the production and there are so many people in between who pass on the information. Here you are talking to various places or various people directly. And I absolutely loved it. Uh, you do the Zoom with them. You are in direct contact uh, which I absolutely loved about this whole process. Um, and they've been very, very kind to me and they do an amazing job. I mean, as I was saying, Verity is not there anymore, but Tom and Ollie and the rest of the team are really doing a stellar job. And I've told them about it because for me, it's it's incredible. And, um, and I really would like to thank everyone for their help so far it's 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 beyond belief now the other thing that happened was because all of a sudden we are having this conversation that we are going to to summer hall our plans regarding intruder needed to change so then i was thinking you know what okay so we're going to rehearse it in june tour it in England in July and then presented at Summer Hall in August. What about if we actually tour it in England after 
the festival. Why can't we do it? And that's what I thought. Um, I thought, you know, it would be my dream come true. This is what I've always wanted to do. Um, you know, premiering it uh, at the French. Um, why can't we do it? And then I said, well, why not? Let, let's do it. I, I want to do it. Uh, if it's possible, it'll be great. Um, and it's interesting because I was even reflecting on it today that at some point, as I was saying before, I gave up on this idea that we would ever, ever premiere it at the French. I always knew that potentially we would do it at the French, but not premiere it. Um, and then all of a sudden it's it's possible. Like the pandemic happened, uh, all these terrible things, and that because of that, I am able to actually go to um, to Summer Hall and premiere Intruder there on the 4th of August. I mean, I can't even believe it. And it's interesting because Intruder Intrudes is about making your dreams come true. Uh, that's one of the themes in the play. And then all of a sudden, I'm now going to the Fringe and premiering it at Summer Hall which is another dream of mine come true. <laughs> it's I it's I it, I I I'm I'm speechless. I I I really don't know what to say. But when I reflect on it I always think, you know, that the universe has a different plan for us and and let's be, you know, uh, let's let's accept it as it is and I'm very very grateful that things have turned out the way they have and yeah so uh so yeah so that's um so that's another thing uh going to um to the fringe and also in between as i was saying march and may we really needed to um do certain things um as i was saying some whole team extremely extremely helpful they um still email us and they were emailing us um, things about certain deadlines so like okay by this time if you could provide us with for example online copy or um, 50 word copy for the brochure or 100 word copy for the program um, so we had these deadlines and uh, you know we needed to submit certain things as I was saying, we had these things from two years ago, so it was just a matter of tweaking certain things, like changing this and that. The poster was ready. Uh, what we also uh, came up with was that in our, um, you might have seen it, or you will be able to see it when you go to um, some whole website for Intruder Intrus or at French, you'll be able to see that there was a paragraph in Polish, because Intruder Intrus is a bilingual English-Polish, Mm, solo play and we'll be also doing three performances in Polish but there was one paragraph two or three sentences in Polish and Tom from Summerhall he was saying yeah maybe that'll be a great idea maybe it's kind of like a bow towards Polish audiences which I thought yeah why not why don't we have something in Polish that'll be amazing so it's also there so um, summer tea so summer hall team was emails us 
Gusto. And, you know, between March and May, all these deadlines that we needed to meet and payments. Now, as I was saying, I've done my crowdfunder, so that was quite straightforward. Um, and um, brochure and and uh, things like that and then on the 5th of may the program was released also the team uh, posted me a hard copy of the program uh which i received literally literally uh, i was going on holiday to a little break to prague and vienna and i packed my bags i locked my door and here it is the program came through the mailbox it was just surreal surreal um yeah we also have now two trips trailers, um, English trailer and Polish trailer, which we actually shot in 2020 during the first week of rehearsals. Uh, English trailer, um, most of the team speak English and we have English subtitles and then we have a Polish trailer where me and Basia, we speak Polish and um, and Marcus and um, Charles in, in English, but we have also um, Polish subtitles on it. I always make sure that there are subtitles because I find myself watching something on the tube or on the bus and then I like to read it as you know I wouldn't be playing audio. So that's why subtitles are important uh, to me. And that was already on the fifth of um, on the fifth of May uh, the English trailer went live and then a couple of weeks later a Polish trailer um, went live as well. And it's on YouTube. All the info about the play you can um, you can get uh, on social media in through the play Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, or on our website intrudeplay.com. Interesting trivia, maybe to someone I am not sure. Um, maybe it will be useful. When we did uh, the trailer, we put the trailer on YouTube. Marcus, the director, he edited the trailer. Uh, for me, it looks amazing. Uh, this is what we always wanted. Mm, we put it on YouTube and then, um, you know, YouTube creates um, subtitles for you. Mm, but then what I noticed was that when you embed the YouTube uh, site somewhere else, these you can't really see subtitles. So then, um, you know, we didn't know how to fix it. And and some whole team, they, they didn't know how, you know, what to do with it. And then I did a little bit of research. And then I found out that in the setting on YouTube, uh, in that video, you need to put a little bit of a tag um, I don't remember what it was, but uh, it's something to do with that. And then once I put that tag mm, um, uh, under that video, um, yeah, it you know subtitles show um, on 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 other websites, but websites that embed that link. Um, uh, from YouTube. So that was one thing. And then the other thing uh, is that I also wanted to have social media uh, copies of the trailer. So uh, I thought, oh, it's going to be quite straightforward to download that video from YouTube and the subtitles will be there. Well, I'm not really sure whether it's my lack of knowledge or maybe I didn't do enough research, but I could never find any info on uh, how to download a YouTube video with subtitles or whether it's even possible. What I found out was it's not possible. So then I needed to download that video and then I found, let me just check um, that um, that app. It's called Vid. 
yeah, uh, the website is veed, V-E-E-D dot I-O, um, which creates websites, sorry, subtitles for um, different um, social media trailers or something. Well, I need to do it. I needed to do it manually, but I really wanted to have like a Twitter um, trailer with subtitles and Instagram trailer with subtitles. And that's when I found out um, that this website uh, does that. And uh, once that was done, that was really everything that uh, well we needed to cover uh, in May. Then I went away, uh, as I was saying, to Prague and Vienna for a little break. But I came back and I got COVID. So um, for about 10 days, I, well, I was at home in bed um, um, getting well. Um, it wasn't I, you know, it didn't have a very big impact on me, but I felt tired, so I didn't work. One of the good things about me staying at home around that time was that I had time to send all the press releases to various people. Um, I think I sent around 60 press releases to various journalists. And um, and yes, that was done while I had COVID. Um, I haven't heard from anyone yet, uh, only from Lynn Gardner. Uh, she emailed me uh, actually a couple of days ago and said that... Um, uh, she, thank you for uh, for the information and uh, she, if she can, she would do her best to come and see and cover the show. So uh, that was uh, May and June and uh, now, uh, you know, it's the 12th of June, uh, Sunday. Where are we? Uh, most of the things are done, uh, to be quite honest. It's just little bits here and there. Mm, discussing the project with uh, with just various people like talking about the tour in September October I can't really talk much about it because we don't know yet mm, but as I was saying before what's going to happen in August at Summer Hall and how it's all going to go so we are rehearsing uh, Intruder Intrus in London from the 11th of July till I think 29th of yeah 29th or 30th of uh, July then on the 1st of August we're going to um, to Edinburgh on the 2nd of August we've got our tech rehearsal um, and then on the 3rd of August, um, first preview. The world premiere is on the 4th of August. And then we are running till the uh, 14th of August. Um, I don't know whether we are going to do more performances. For the time being, we are finishing on uh, the 14th. Uh, I don't know, someone said that maybe, you know, you can do longer, but I have no idea how that all works. We are also going to do three performances of the Polish version of the play. And that's going to be on the 4th, 11th and 14th of August. And also we are going to do uh, one signed performance. And I think that's going to be on the 12th of August. I'm just going to double check that. 
No, I'm wrong. Uh, it's going to be on the 9th of August. Uh, the signed performance is going to be on the 9th of August. And also, I am in conversation with um, a few BSL interpreters that could help us. Uh, all the press and all the social media is done. I am now focusing on Polish um, media here in the UK and also potentially contacting certain um, media outlets in Poland. So this is now uh, what I'm doing and um, also have just prepared a Polish press release and that will be sent to um, places in Scotland and also posting certain information on various Facebook groups. Um, Polish Facebook groups and that's all really we're also hoping to have our first Zoom production meeting next week uh, so let's see what happens just to talk about all logistics and yeah um, slowly uh, preparing for the French I may even start you know memorizing or refreshing the text soon because I actually kind of feel very very excited about the whole thing but we'll see what happens when the next episode is going to come uh, I mean podcast I have no idea uh, hopefully soon maybe I will do one before we go to Edinburgh uh, I don't know I can't promise anything but as I was saying all the updates info is on um, intro the play social media channels uh, so you can check all the latest what's happening there and that's really it thank you so so very much for listening uh, and yeah stay well stay safe uh, and hopefully I'll see some of you in Edinburgh bye for now 